Hi, hello and welcome to the RBR.music podcast. My name is Steve Curley and as always I'm joined by the creator of the RBR.music Instagram page, Jordan Murray. Hello. Hello. Each episode in true RBR fashion will bring you new classic and new album reviews. It's our mission to cut through noise to discuss the sound. On the RBR.radar this episode is Only the Strong Survive, the 21st studio album by legendary American singer-songwriter Bruce Springsteen. Take it away, Jordan. So, Bruce Springsteen, Only the Strong Survive. Let me tell you where I am with Bruce Springsteen. I love the guy. I think he's great. I've never met him. I like his music. Um, so, I wasn't born anywhere near the time his um, debut album came out. But 1973, Greetings from Asbury Park. And then all the way to 1987, Tunnel of Love. So that's approximately eight albums. That was a fantastic run of just pure genius. Absolutely amazing albums. 90s didn't do too well for himself. Um, I mean, they weren't bad albums. He's not particularly anything to write home about um, compared to his 80s output. And then in the 2000s, starting with The Rising, he had another excellent run yep. up until Letter to You, uh, 2020. I think that got, I should know this because I created it, I think that got into the top 20 for... Um, 2020's RBR.music Albums of the Year uh, I think I gave it 4 out of 4.5 out of 5 stars he has some outstanding work in his back catalogue uh, a few misses but not many and the reason well besides I really like his music and I just think he's really creative with his output. I remember as a kid, I'd holiday with my parents and my sister with um, around the south of France, we'd go camping and my dad would um, play all sorts of music, but I'd always tune into um, Bruce Springsteen when it was on. And that just reminded, I mean, I know a lot of his songs are hard hitting and dark, it just reminded me of like the South of France and I just get engrossed in the music because uh, when my dad was driving around trying to look for the um, camping site and getting frustrated I'd <laughs> be uh, listening to that music so it's been with me since I was a kid really and I've carried it straight through um, he's you know he's an icon he's an American icon um, He's a household name over here in Britain. He's, he's massive all over the world, I, I presume. Only the Strong Survive, this album. Before we rush to judgment about another classic rocker taking a Rod Stewart route, and let me tell you, I think when Rod Stewart did his great American songbook, I thought that was just a waste of talent, a waste of rock and roll uh, a waste of a rock and roll voice. 
I don't. I, I think it's sold quite well, but um, yeah, I don't. I think he went through a severe. Um, what's it called? It's not called a, a writing drought. It's called something else. You know when you can't write. Um, writer's block. It's called. Okay. Um, yeah. So he started doing these American songbook albums, which you know, just a waste of time in my mind, uh, in my humble opinion. But we're not here to talk about Rod Stewart. It's important to remember that covers have always meant something different to Mr. Springsteen. He makes like arena-ready bursts of tension. Um, he digs deep into American folk music with like Woody Guthrie sort of tunes and he jazzes them up into a Bruce Springsteen um, number. He's playful with his covers and sometimes you just wouldn't even know they were covers. You'd think they were his originals unless you were more clued up or you dug a bit deeper, if you get what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, if you want to hear his... Uh, if you want to hear his cover songs, you have to buy his live albums because they, really they never make his studio albums. So you have to buy his um, live albums or find bootleg albums or find him on YouTube. I'm not endorsing this, but, you know, they, they are out there and you can find them. So he's never really done a covers album until now. So it's clear that the that Only the Strong Survive isn't the strongest of his efforts. It's like his go is painting by numbers. The, uh, he's got the warm crackle of his like his voice, but the music behind it is just the same as it's always been. Only the strong survive remains faithful to the song's original arrangements, but as he sings it, it kind of wipes away the darker lyrical undertones, which which are meant. So. For example, when at the end of Seven Rooms of Gloom, he sings, When Are You Coming Back? His tone removes any doubts that, uh, that his narrator's heartache is temporary. He loses like the little nuances. And I think for these sort of songs, that's the whole point of, of, <laughs> of those songs. He's, he did this album at the beginning of lockdown a few years back and it just sounds like it's something to do because he was bored and his his voice his voice gets um, does gets buried under horns and backing vocals so you know he play, he does play to his strengths with the strain of his voice but I think it's a very I don't think I'd go back to listen to this album I'd rather listen to the actual the real the real um the real songs. I'll listen to someone else. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan, but I've let you talk sort of fairly sort of peacefully there because I felt it was quite important for any listeners to understand that Jordan's a massive Bruce Springsteen fan. He has been for a long time. He introduced me very, very late on in Bruce Springsteen's music career because I Bruce Springsteen was never on my radar. It, it wasn't an artist played in our house, so... Until 2002, Jordan, I think it was, you introduced me to 
The Rising. The Rising. Uh, it was the DVD, actually. We, we, we sat and had a few beers watching that. And I was... A, the out, DVD. I'm sure you can stream it now, kids. <laughs> I was a bit sceptical of why George... George's always had a, a, a good sort of leading view on music and... You know, when we were really young, you know, you, you, you got me into film music and, like, you know, like Pulp Fiction and all the, all, all that kind of Breswell Dogs, like those legendary 70s um, American artists and stuff. And I was like, well, why, am, why, why am I being sort of made to watch and listen so to So this it? 80s nonsense. Well, yeah, in, in a way, because I sort of really only knew a, a, a skimming of it all. Um, however, completely turned on by the album, Phenomenal. Brilliant. It, there's a couple of tracks on that album that are in my top 20, 30 singles, songs of all time. Um, it, it, it's a brilliant album. And Jordan obviously filled in the gaps with where Bruce sort of came from, what happened at middle bit, then the sort of the recovery part of his career as well. And my ramble is leading to the point where Jord, I've always understood, or, you know, you, you were a educated fan my mother-in-law is probably one step further because she's obviously of age where she grew up around early bruce and she's seen him five or six times live and stuff like that and her and jordan have a very similar viewpoint on the legend that is bruce springsteen so i know you come from a place of genuine love of an artist here however the review if anyone has read it on the instagram page is Fairly scathing, would you agree, George? In a positive way, if that makes sense. It's you know you're not not bad mouthing it, but you're you you're calling it out. And on pre chat before we started recording, we 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 both have hit the hit the button that it's just not for us, is it? It's 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 we're not we both agreed we're not going to listen to it again. It's not probably something that's going to get accidentally played again. And for me. You touched on it before, but the biggest thing is, I just don't think it's needed. I think Bruce, Bruce can do pretty much anything in his arena. I just don't think he needs to do soul covers. And obviously, I think we brought this up on podcasts previously. I love a cover. I actually don't like an album of covers by one artist because it's too much of the same thing unless they're rearranging them. I I would I'd listen to a Bruce cover like you said, and like I said, you know Bruce Springsteen I think is a rock star who's aged brilliantly. Like he's 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 cool. He still is cool. Um, about ten years ago, I think he kept appearing with the Gaslight Anthem. I think he came like Glastonbury, oh, yeah. yeah, the yeah, one yeah, the small yeah. town, and it was so cool. And like you could tell all these young kind of slightly you know emo-y, rockery, you know nineteen twenty somethings were like shit, it's, it's Bruce Springsteen has just, like, jumped on the small tent in the John Peel stage in um, Glasgow. Like, and, and I think they did it a few times around their tours. Um, and he's still cool now. I watched him on um, Graham Norton, which is a British show over here, and, like, he's cool. He's just, like, a cool, ageing man. And I just feel like this album gives me a hint that is Bruce stepping away from being the cool, iconic, well... I don't. I don't know. You. You. You'll know more than me. I'm, I'm... Well, um, two two years ago, he did a great album, and this is his first miss. He's done missteps in the past, like I said, in the nineties, and he's got back 
I think this is just another misstep. I was just thinking, I was listening to you, Stephen, but I was also <laughs> thinking, um, he could have enlisted his E Street bandmates to help flesh some of these songs out. Yeah. Because um, this is just kind of him. And yeah, I think a lot of times when he does a misstep, it's without the E Street band. I think and also- we have mentioned in the past that if you want to do this, um, well, you don't like people doing solo stuff, do you? Uh, well, I suppose because it's Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, sometimes you forget about the E Street Band, if that makes sense. Um, so you think he's a solo guy? Yeah, to the point of not loving bands doing their solo stuff. It's 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 not that I don't. It's just generally they 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 very rarely succeed. Um, Unless and and look, proof is in the pudding. Listen to this, or, or please, don't. yeah. <laughs> well, no, think, this better uh, Bruce Springsteen well, album. Spe- well, I spoke as you and I spoke. I did speak to mother-in-law about it, and, and her view was exactly the same. So I imagine we're not alone in it. And again, we're not we're not bad mouthing a legend. I, I, you know, I want everyone to know that, like, we both have a lot of affection for Bruce Springsteen, and um, it's just a bit peculiar, and and it's not. It's not challenging or enjoyable in the sense of like, oh, that's quirky. I mentioned before, George, that about 10 years ago, Tom Jones did a gospel covers album. Um, and I think it was very well received at the time. And again, a bit like this, it was a bit samey for me. However, I would say Tom Jones has gospel in his voice. I don't think... Bruce Springsteen is known for soul in his voice. He's known for gravel and a, you know, a a a, a love song that's kind of how did you put it before, George? It's like climbing out of a pit. You know, you, you're in your dip in your relationship, and but you're gonna fight through it. You're gonna. Bruce is a fighter in vocals. He's 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 you know it's very it's very masculine and driven with direction. Yeah, and and I feel a lot of this sort of like northern soul was sang by soul artists or written by soul artists, blues artists who yeah, they sang like, like they wrote yeah. and I don't yeah. think Bruce is singing like these songs are written and Yeah, like he like they lived it. Yes. Um and he's not singing like when he writes his own material, you believe every word of it and he's lived it and you can just hear in the strain of his voice where it's he feels tortured and there's, I don't know, there's vulnerability in his voice, there's humour in his voice um, and it still doesn't lose a narrative thread in his, his other albums, his other songs. But this is just, like I said before, painting by numbers. It's just, um, yeah, you don't really believe what he's singing. He's, he's like karaoke to a point of, I've got quite a good voice. Well, he has got a good voice, but I'll just, I'm just going to sing these songs as um, as they're supposed to be. Well, not as they're supposed supposed to be sung. Just as he wants to sing them with with no real feeling or meaning behind it. Yeah, and I just think that's really odd for Springsteen to do. Couldn't agree more. And we we referred to Johnny Cash's was it 2006 album uh, American for the Man Comes Around American for 2002. Yeah. We- 2002, right, so um, um, that was Johnny Cash 
again, an, you know, an aging rocker, uh, generations change around them, and you sort like of country style. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean, like that kind of uh, someone who was iconic of his time, and and even even continued past his kind of supposed position in his generational music timing, if that makes sense, um, and did it so cool. I mean, he, he you know hurt must be one of the most iconic Johnny Cash songs ever and it's a nine inch nails cover, you know. Well it's nine yeah, a nine inch nails song and he does he covers that and he puts his own spin on it and it's incredible. And I'm not too fussed about videos that go with music because I just think well, what's the point? But if you've ever seen that video that goes with Johnny Cash's Hurt that's just, it's just fall down like an emotional oh, it's, it's, wreck. It's like from him being a young yeah. kid to um, an old man. It's like my empire of dirt and all this. Like, the way he changes it from the Nine Inch Nails, which is about um, a heroin addict, like always stuck doing heroin. This is more about Johnny Cash's life. And that's just taking one tune and completely turning it into something absolute bigger than Nine Inch Nails ever did and bigger than he is almost. That's and in a weird, in a weird way, that's the that's the power these like legendary artists can do it, you know, it it, it you know it, if if they survive long enough through their, you know, height of rock and roll careers, you know, booze, drinking, drugs, all all that kind of stuff, they have an ability to like change a generational view on themselves and music that they put out there and, and covers are a very sensible savvy approach newsly the all-in-one super app for ios and android how does newsly work i hear you ask well it picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and at any given moment reads them out in a natural human voice for the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable and all in one place. Browse articles from topics that you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow topics such as sport, tech, business, science, or even music. They have a podcast as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, the rbr.music podcast, is there too. I've started using it as my default podcast app and they even have digital radio. So download and start using Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or in the description. And if you use the promo code, that's R-B-R-M-U-S, you'll receive one month free premium subscription. Go and give it a go. I do have one slightly light gripe because you know I always like to nuance things like length of album stuff and actually on that though it's perfectly fine fine length album it's 15 tracks I am very disappointed and again I've watched him in a couple of interviews so I know it's obviously not something he's doing but on the front cover of this album his hair is far too black because his hair is pretty grey these days and he's gone for a very poor diet and i know that's really okay. harsh to say he certainly loses a star for that definitely definitely you, you look bruce doesn't need to have dyed black hair we all know he's a handsome cool bugger doesn't need to jet black you know 
boot polished eye because like I said, he's not walking around with it. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah. The album, the album cover is not doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it's uh, and he usually has quite good album covers. To be yeah, well, one of the most like iconic album covers of all time. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Born in the USA, but like greetings from Asbury Park, The Wilds, The Innocence, and the East Street Band. Born to Run, Darkness on the Edge of Town, The River, Nebraska. I can go on. They're all just great album covers, iconic. This this um, does feel like a, if you put that, if you put that on a, a vinyl cover next to Michael Bublé's yeah, Christmas yeah. album, it 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 looks pretty similar. Honestly, I think these things are important to, just to to see the direction of the album. We're not again, we're not slagging Bruce off. Well, when you get like in this sort of day and age, when it's just image after image after image, it doesn't look very well thought through. The whole album, to me, isn't very well thought through. So no, and obviously, well, obviously, when when you've done twenty one studio albums and a you know a large number of live albums, you are going to run out of front covers. However, you know, uh, you are right. You're spot on. I'm just scrolling through some of them now as we're recording, and like there are a few questionable, like, but generally they're pretty cool, and they've obviously got his artistic kind of like flair in there. But um, a lot of the live ones are just great shots from live, you know, live performances. But yeah, it's it's pretty, it's a pretty bog standard album cover, and I definitely think it unfortunately sits with yeah, a bit of a bog standard uh, album, sadly. And obviously, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> judge an album by its cover. <laughs> uh, judge an album by its cover. But I think a lot goes into now nowadays. Bloody hell, when I was a kid. No, but nowadays, because we're very image-orientated with... You can't help it with Instagram and social media and signs on bus stops. It's just image is everywhere. I'm just very surprised how bad that album cover is. And if you look at the album cover and it's just like, yeah, well... I'm not expecting much from the music. Well, yeah, you'll be right. <laughs> Don't expect much from the music. Yeah, and as always, we're not we're not we're not telling anyone to not listen to this album if you haven't already. But I oh, know, yeah, make yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, However, I do think most people would be on our on our page with this because um, it's not a Brucey classic. It isn't going to set the world alight. I'm sure. I don't think this should have seen the light of no. day. I think there's a lot of albums, well, not a lot of albums, a lot of songs he's done, never have seen the light of day that have been left on the cutting room floor, so to speak. He should do, like, um, I don't know, is it called yeah. an archive album? Like, like, well, like, like, a, like, a, well, like a, well, Oasis family had the B-sides, didn't they? And it was like, yeah, they actually some found some of the greatest... Like there's some, some 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 tracks that have made it into kind of later Oasis yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. folklore music legendary status are from the B sides. There's no harm in having something a bit hidden and not, you know, commercially put out there. But obviously, this has been. I just would I would be upset. Well, not upset. I mean, I'd get over it. But there's worse things out in the world, obviously. But if he was going to play a few of these songs when I go to see him live, I'll be going to the toilet or the bar. I would, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you're all right, mate. Um, I've paid through the nose to see you, and now you're playing this. I wouldn't be too No, nah, I think that's a, that's a fair way to, to bring us to our regular feature, and hopefully not too brutal. 
um, the RBR.music star rating. Um, take it away, George. The star rating, okay. Um, I put this review out on Instagram and I gave it three out of five stars. The review is quite scathing. It's, it's truthful. I believe it's truthful. It's come from where I am with it. So I'm not going to change anything I've said about it. I just think three out of five is a bit too generous. Um, I'm going to knock it to 2.5. Yeah. Sorry, Bruce. But I still love you. I still love you, mate. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, Bruce. We do. We. Yeah, we. Yeah, we do love you, and we look forward to seeing maybe some more Brucey-led new songs, and maybe. Maybe you can enjoy Soul at home on your own, but I don't think we really need to hear it. <laughs> yeah, um, just... Uh, no, I, don't, I, I know that sounds a bit harsh, and, 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 and I always feel that I'm often the the one out of the two of us who's a bit more kind of, you know, like a puppy. Just, yeah, bit love everything, it's all good. I just think when you are Bruce Springsteen, and, and he can shoulder this, I'm yeah. sure he'll listen, <laughs> but right he can in. shoulder this criticism. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, let us know. Uh, that would be absolutely yeah, pretty awesome to be told off by Bruce mm. Springsteen. Um, but no, I think, think we've got to be fair. Um, George prides himself on the rbr.music um, Instagram and podcast having uh, truth and, and, and a genuine viewpoint. And let us, let us know if you think we're completely off the mark and you give it five out of five. That's absolutely fine. That's why we do this. So, well, at this point, we'll head to our regular feature, The Good, The Bad and The Rad. Uh, this is, as it says in the tin, a good track, a bad track, and a rad track. And this episode was a bit of a peculiar one, wasn't it, George? Because, as you probably guessed, we didn't overly enjoy the album. We've rated it fairly lowly. Um, and to have to find a good and a rad was uh, a little bit challenging. However, I think we've justified our position. So, shall I start with a good track, yeah. George? So, after everything we said, I feel wrong saying this, but I'll explain. So, the good track for me is What Becomes of the Broken Hearted, which obviously, as I'm sure everyone knows, is an absolute classic, being covered by many, many people over the years. I think it's a good track because it's actually one that I think does really complement Bruce's voice. I, I don't feel too discombobulated like I do with most of the tracks with this one. I feel like it works. And I suppose, going back to what we said at the very start of the pod, if Bruce just threw this one out randomly on a live album or a studio album, I'd probably quite enjoy it. It it was hard to find this track among the others because I was trying to not be as, as scathing. But I think it works. Would you agree, George? Yeah, yeah. yeah it works. So, the bad track can... Hold, 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 hold it back, George. But fire away with the bad track. <laughs> um, yeah, the bad track. I'd also like to point out, we have been scathing here, um, but I think if one of these songs was on a compilation or just pops out into a bar, like in, you know, in the bar's sort of um, speakers, whatever, I, I think... Your ears might clue into, like, oh, that's novel, that's Bruce Springsteen. And you kind of could enjoy it, but the whole album is just like, Jesus Christ, what am I listening to here? I, I did struggle with it. Um, 
Or maybe you wouldn't like. Well, I think I that's know. the point with the good track that we 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 could hear that. Yeah. And be, yeah. If that was in a com- yeah yeah. Okay, yeah, the uh, bad track. Do I love you? Indeed, I do. Yeah, that was just. It's a good song. Um, well, that's not a good song. When it f- the original track is good. I think that's the yeah yeah. What I, th- uh, I, know, I think that's the I think that's the point. Yeah. It's an yeah, it's an amazing song. Like like it's it's it yeah. I think it's loved by lots of people. That song. It's a proper northern soul classic, isn't it? Yeah, and it northern soul classic. What a great sentence. And yeah, um, if you don't know much about northern soul, please do look into that because um, that's a brilliant genre to get into. But yeah. This album just falls flat. It doesn't have the punch. It doesn't have the swagger. It doesn't have anything of the sort. And you'd expect it to have all those things with the name of Bruce Springsteen attached to it. And it just falls yeah. flat. And it it's just it's it's just a fail track. It's a, just a, it's one that I'm surprised someone's let. The get whole off album. The I'm surprised floor. someone's just... let. Yeah, yeah. This just seems but to be I, like I, a little I, thing I, I, that Bruce Springsteen did, and then somebody's given him a lot of money to release it. Because him being <laughs> maybe, him, like, why so. would you do this to yourself? Well, like, I think it's, uh, yeah, no, no, I, I, do, I do see a point. So, unfortunately, yeah, the bad track is Do I Love You? Indeed, I do, as we have said, a bit of a failed track for us. Um, the rad track, though, George. Takes away with the rad track. Let's redeem a little bit from here. Okay, the rad track, I believe, is um, his leading single from the album, which is "Soul Days" yep. featuring Sam Moore. This one's lively and fun, and I think if it wasn't a compilation on a playlist or whatever, I wouldn't mind it. it possi- possibly could, but well, it's. Yeah, it's not a song I, it's not a song I knew wonderfully well actually, uh, and I think yeah. Well, a lot of these like a... songs are um, are deep cuts, deep sort of rhythm and blues, deep cuts, soul cuts, uh, which I'm quite surprised about. Um, they're not all well known, which is another, which is a brave move, I suppose. But then again, it still seems like it's just something that he's doing for fun. Yeah. Um, and it's not needed, but. Yeah, I don't think I'd skip this track if it was on a playlist. That might no, do it's, to it's, get it's, something to better. <laughs> but, I mean, from a really poor album, this is the standout track. Yeah, no, uh, and I, 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 yeah, it is a track, and I feel like it, it works for Bruce. And a bit like with the good track, it sort of works better with his sound and his gravelly way and, and whatnot. So, yeah, no, the rad tracks all days. Thanks, George. Appreciate that. So, we don't like to end an album review on a low but it has been a bit of a uh, a low for us a downward spiral well we've we've stressed how much we both love Bruce and you particularly have been a fan for many a decade so it's a hard one to 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 sort of I suppose slightly scathe or hate upon um however Bruce can we Uh, can we some of the old stuff yeah um and possibly we're more scathing than we should be because of our love for him. Um, mm-hmm. Like, maybe if someone was completely new to Bruce Springsteen, yeah, that they, they, they would like it. But 
I know he could do better. I think it's the analogy of being a big sports fan, supporting your team and them just not playing well on the day and you give them it down the banks. That's that's sort of how it feels a bit with this. So, yeah, I feel let down. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not introducing this to a side hustle of sports podcasting, by the way. That's just my insight <laughs> to yeah. a tiny bit of sports world. Yeah. Well, nice one, everyone, for listening. And do take some time to have a listen to this album at least once and give us your view as well. Please do tell people about the rbr.music Instagram page and podcasts. And you can find this and many other album reviews on those platforms. Uh, we've had some amazing comments over the past few weeks and months and we thank you for this and we would ask that you keep doing it because it gets us up, out and talking. Please like, subscribe and feel free to leave any comments or request a review at rbr.music on our Instagram platform. Thanks again guys. Speak soon. Brucey, 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 see me after class, you must do better. <laughs>